Welcome to PCB Chat, where we talk with experts across the printed circuit design, manufacturing, and electronic supply chain fields. I'm Mike Buto, president of the Printed Circuit Engineering Association. My guests today are Wally Rines and Merlin Brunken. Wally has been joining us on PCB Chat since we launched the program back in 2018. He spent more than 45 years in semiconductor and PCB design as an executive with Mentor Graphics and before that, Texas Instruments. Joining Wally is Merlin Brunken, who is the longtime market intelligence director with Siemens Digital Industries, formerly Mentor. Well, hello, Wally. How are you today? Well, hi, Mike. I'm doing fine. And you? Really good. Thanks. So today we're going to discuss the fourth quarter 2022 EDA market numbers from the ESD Alliance. And these are for the period ending December 31st, 2022, and are being released uh, the week of May 1st. As usual, our audience is most in- interested in the PCB and MCM design tools data. Uh, it looks like we kept the growth streak alive. It's now at eight straight quarters, but it slowed down considerably from the third quarter. Yes, it has. Uh, 1.7% quarter to quarter. But I would note that this is one quarter and the data is somewhat volatile. We're talking about a fourth quarter also, which uh, sometimes is affected by different uh, revenue recognition uh, approaches. And if you look at the last uh, four quarters moving average, PCB has been growing at basically 10% annually. Is the Q4 typically the slowest quarter for PCB and MCM? No, it isn't. Typically, if there is any uh, volatility relative to quarters, then uh, it's the end of year calendar quarter for companies that do upfront revenue recognition. So actually, it's the opposite. But a lot of things can happen with the volatility. And uh, so it's uh, I wouldn't uh, necessarily tie it to the predictability or seasonality that normally occurs. Okay, so what what I'm hearing is that we shouldn't read too much into this right now. That's what I would say. Uh, it's interesting. I, I don't think that the previous rate was sustainable. I mean, we were up in the 15, 16% range in the past, and you know, that, uh, that, that would be very difficult to sustain in any sector of EDA, uh, especially PCB. But uh, I, I think the overall message has been one that printed circuit board design is a growth area for electronic design automation. And that's not something that we thought of 10 or 15 years ago. We used to think it was very, very mature and that it would move very slowly. I think a lot of things have been happening that have sped up the growth rate. And so one quarter does not a trend make. North America is quite strong in the four quarter moving average, uh, almost 24%, and by far the strongest in the world. This episode of PCB Chat is sponsored by PCB East, the East Coast Conference and Exhibition for the Electronics Industry. Join the industry on May 10 for a full day of free technical talks from notable experts such as Dan Beaker of NXP Semiconductor, Dave Hoover of TTM Technologies, and Ray Fugit of Downstream Technologies, talking on designing for ESD robustness, printed circuit board cost drivers, and preventing common errors caught by fabrication. Also, more than 60 leading suppliers of electronics design tools, manufacturers of bare boards and assemblies, and suppliers of fabrication and assembly equipment and materials will be present. 
and a free lunch will be offered on the show floor from 12 until 1 p.m. All coming May 10 to the Boxborough Regency Hotel and Conference Center in Boxborough, Massachusetts. For details, visit pcbeast.com. Wally, do the data reflect any of the sales of the smaller ECAD companies, you know, the KeyCads, the Dip Traces, the EasyPCs, companies like that? I mean, you may or may not be able to speak specifically to any given company that um, participates. And I know that they wouldn't move the needle much, but I'm curious if they participate at all. Yeah, I've got the company listings. So uh, let me take a look if I see any of the names you just mentioned. Uh, the uh, or maybe Merlin can help me on this. Uh, yeah, they're not. Most of those companies don't report. Uh, even Autodesk yeah. doesn't report. Yeah, I don't see any of those names on the list. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Merlin. Who was it? You said even who doesn't report? Well, Autodesk? Yeah. yeah. Wow. They have a PC, PCB. Yeah, so, so there's no, so Eagle wouldn't be included in this? No. Wow. Okay. So I think, um, yeah, it, you could claim, in fact, that these datas are suppressed some because they're a, a subset of the, the total and the really small companies just don't participate. Right. Have you ever noticed any correlation between GDP growth and the new product starts? Uh, new product starts are very difficult to measure. GDP, Merlin measures very well, but we've made attempts in the past to correlate to what has been reported as design starts, but you know, design starts, there's there's no way you can easily collect that statistical data. We don't ask for it in this report. Uh, it does show up some in the, uh, the data report that Harry Foster does, uh, but most people uh, report the designs they complete, not the designs they start. And if you got into uh, FPGA designs, you know, then it would be a real liars contest. <laughs> but with PCB, uh, there's a handoff between uh, companies and foundries on the IC side or fabs, and you know they do. It's a little easier to track. The numbers aren't as high as they would be with PCB as well. Uh, but PCB is. Uh, doesn't I've never seen any design start data for PCB, uh, and I don't know how you would, you know, know what a new design is versus a reorder. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not as clear, and I don't think it's as uh, clean. Of, there's not a, a natural handoff between one. Okay, oh. fair enough. So let's talk about staffing. Uh, the headcount among EDAC companies rose more than 10% year over year and 2% sequentially. I mean, that's got to come to an end sometime, right? Wouldn't you think so? Uh, <laughs> Merlin and I have been, and, and Laura have been, uh, have had that amaze us for years now. I can't even remember seeing a, a decrease in staffing. Merlin, do you remember ever seeing one? I think many, many years ago, but that's almost non-existent. So you would think eventually all people in the world would work in EDA uh, because this grows uh, almost as fast as the revenue. uh, And even when the revenue isn't growing, the uh, personnel uh, levels do. But at any rate, uh, I, I think your contention is right. You can't continue to grow in double digits in the staffing or you you they the profit doesn't grow 
it's not that scalable. Uh, in this case, you're growing the the people at about the same rate as you're growing the revenue. So uh, not a lot of fall through if you do that, since the principal cost for an EDA company is, in fact, the labor. So I think this is uh, while this this number is almost always positive and typically at least five percent, 10 percent is a big number for it. And that probably won't continue. Well, I am going to go out on a limb and say, just based on uh, what I've seen from the company's Q1 financials that have been reported to date, that uh, you'll get at least one more quarter out of uh, positive growth on the employment side. Um, And then after that, who knows? It's a little too early to tell. But that's really been, it's been nice to see, right? The companies are investing in in human capital in, in a way that reflects, you know, the actual revenue coming in. They're not just resting on on what they have. They're, I think they're looking for more. Well said. I think, uh, actually, this is data from the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter is when the big IT companies uh, started announcing really major uh, reductions in force. Uh, and that apparently didn't affect the portions of those companies that are engaged in the circuit board design or at least integrated circuit design. Uh, it seems to be that those uh, activities continue to grow in terms of staffing. We do track the open positions for each of the major companies at Siemens EDA. And we do notice that most companies have dropped dramatically in uh, the number of open positions available, but they haven't gone, you know, it's, it's, there are still open positions at every company. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give short shrift to the uh, semiconductor side. Um, looks like ICs did very well in the quarter. Yeah, they did. Uh, uh, pretty strong growth uh, across the board. Every category uh, with, was positive, and the uh, you know, overall license and maintenance was 13% growth. That's very good. Uh, the uh, really uh, strongest one was uh, computer automated engineering. That's basically front-end design, simulation capture, uh, uh, and uh, synthesis, and uh, the next strongest was IC layout. So uh, that layout also uh, includes verification, and that's at 12%, uh, which is uh, also quite a strong number. Even intellectual property was at 9.3%, and uh, uh, services at 7% uh, worldwide. So the, uh, I, I think, uh, uh, the as you say, the, the growth is very broad, adds up to 11.3% overall. And the only thing you can find in the product categories that shows any weakness is in the area of uh, what we call reporting companies for IP. For IP, the we include data from public companies that report it uh, publicly but do not report it to uh, the uh, ESDA. And... Uh, uh, then we also have the companies that do report to ESDA. We include their IP uh, revenue. And so those uh, reporting companies, the ones that uh, are reporting all this other data, uh, actually had a decrease of 15% in their IP sales. But it was more than offset by the public companies, and uh, the total came out to that 9.3%. And you know, obviously, the E in EDA stands for electronic. But we're seeing more and more of the 
the EDA companies having some type of offering in the uh, in the MCAD space, or at least partnering with with companies on that side. Again, not part of the ESD alliance, but what happens if there is some kind of consolidation, and you know you have you have the MCAD companies participating, uh, or sorry, as part of the traditional EDA space companies? Would you anticipate? adding a whole separate line item for MCAD, or is there, there another association uh, or another or organization that tracks that data? Yeah, that's been under consideration for a long time, but uh, there's a pretty uh, well-defined line between MCAD and uh, ECAD. Uh, it's certainly true that uh, many of the EDA companies also have MCAD products. Siemens is a classic example, but that doesn't get captured in this data. But there are others who do analysis on that. Uh, Jay Blishar does a lot of uh, analysis of both spaces, uh, for example, from the financial side. But uh, I'm not aware of any activity proposing to expand the database that we report on here. But uh, Merlin, do you know of uh, any thoughts about making the electronic design market data report reflect the mechanical design market data? There is crossover. I mean, EDA is built on, you know, the idea of the system design. So you, for instance, get EDA companies that have cable harness tools reporting the uh, interconnect data. And then, uh, you know, there's also some data management. You know, for instance, Pedestal does track some of the big PLM companies that, uh, you know, it's not their whole PDM systems, but uh, there is some crossover there as well uh and pedestal like i said uh, does does track some of that so far esda does not and you know the the equivalent kind of research companies on plm side there are there are companies that focus on that and of course they count some of what we consider eda uh in their numbers as well uh you know, so there's like, for instance, data management and PCB and data management and cable harness, uh, you know, which they would assume was part of uh, uh, PLN, but it's that's on their reporting. You know, it's how we define the subcategories really that matters. The challenge, uh, Mike, is to uh, get a set of people who view the service as valuable and will report the data and uh, depend upon the data. And we have that for the overall EDA industry. Essentially, everyone who's a participant sees value in the data and therefore tends to participate. Uh, you haven't had that enlistment in uh, mechanical CAD. Uh, and, and really, uh, even though it's been predicted for many years that the two would merge more and more together, they've stayed pretty distinct. Uh, as Merlin mentions, uh, the we electronic design automation companies report the wire harness data, but it's for the tools you use to design the wiring, the uh, mechanical CAD tools that design the frame of the vehicle uh, are a different set of tools and don't show up in the numbers. Got it. Well, I appreciate you uh, walking me through that. It's uh, one of those things I've thought about and I always forget to ask you about. A couple other things in the data that are probably noteworthy uh, uh, especially to your audience, uh, uh, one is that uh, in all the numbers, the uh, there were some negatives. There was uh, library data management, uh, 
was a negative 18%, and uh, IC package design, surprisingly, was a negative 14%. The IC package design is a smaller category, about $46 million, even much less in the quarter. That's the year. The package design is a category where I think the analysis tools are reported separately. The package design is heavy on analysis, of course, uh, thermal and all of that. Good point. And they, I think most companies don't report those tools inside a package design. They report report them in PCB analysis. There was positive growth on the analysis side and on the the schematic capture uh, part of design, but it was small. You can't point to one thing in the uh, uh, PCB except there's this other category of PCB roll-up that did grow. Uh, somewhat and is not a small number uh, uh, so that affects it but people put in all sorts of things we have no control over how people decide to define their revenue by product category yeah that's good to know i don't get that level of detail in the uh in the press briefing yeah we don't provide that Uh, so the the report we send out uh, that you get to see uh, in anticipation of talking to uh, your clients, is an abbreviated form. However, for a small fee, you can, (laughs) uh, in fact, get the full report with all of the line item details. So I'm sure that the uh, people at uh, ESDA would be more than happy to fix you up with a subscription. Well, thanks as always, Wally, for sharing the news. And I look forward to catching up with you next quarter. And thank you, Merlin. Sure. Okay, Mike, (laughs) glad to do it. This is Mike Buto. Have a good day. (laughs) 